Hello! Welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called Dr. Didmore. So, after Kitty Doggy and Bunny met the pumpkin, they went outside all the time, and they had all kinds of adventures. And Kitty and Doggy became best friends. Luckily, Bunny had her own best friend, a pig named Pinky. But Pinky doesn't come into these stories very much because she didn't really like adventures. She just liked indoor activities like knitting and baking and, I don't know, um, reading and stuff like that. Which are fine pursuits, but don't make for very interesting stories. But then, one day, Doggy just disappeared. Nobody could find him anywhere. Kitty searched all over the place. She searched all over yesterday's macaroni, every single corner of the mountain. She searched outside in the field. She searched the woods. But she couldn't find Doggy anywhere. And at last, she had to admit that her best friend had simply vanished. And she cried in her room. And then Jennifer came to see her, and she scratched Kitty's head, and she said, I'm sorry, Kitty, but sometimes, in this world, animals just disappear. And Kitty went, but where do they go? Jennifer said, nowhere. They just vanish. Well, Kitty became very depressed after that, as you can probably imagine. She just stayed in her room all the time. She refused to play or eat. And she just listened to sad music in the dark. But then, one day, a new doggy appeared in town. He looked exactly like the old doggy, except his fur was all shiny and clean because he hadn't had any adventures yet. And Jennifer said, Ooh, I bet Kitty's going to be so excited to hear that there's a new doggy. But Kitty was not excited by this news. She said, It's not like I particularly want to be friends with a dog. I was friends with Doggy, and now he's gone. And Jennifer said, Well, give the new doggy a chance at least, okay? He's coming by later to see you. Kitty said, Yeah, yeah. And then the new doggy came to Kitty's room later that day, and he said, Hello, my name's Doggy, or Doggy Cornelius Munchabunch III for short. Do you want to play? And Kitty said, I will never play with you, you weird imposter. Get out of my room. Bad dog. Oh, and the new doggy put his tail between his legs and slunk back to his room. Now both of the animals were very sad. Neither one of them would play or eat. And Jeffrey said, it's like they have some weird sadness disease. Maybe we should take them to the doctor. Now, the only doctor in yesterday's macaroni was a strange bearded human guy who lived in the basement. His name was Dr. Didmore. And nobody knew it, but Dr. Didmore didn't think that animals should be able to talk. He was secretly developing potions that would make the animals of yesterday's macaroni act like regular animals. They wouldn't be able to talk or think anymore. But he needed to experiment on someone first. And then Jeffrey and Jennifer brought Kitty and the new doggy to his office. And the doctor said, hmm, what's wrong with these darling little beasts? And Jennifer said, they just sit around their room all day in the dark listening to sad music. The doctor said, are they teenagers? No, they're animals. And the doctor said, well, leave them alone with me for a few minutes and I'll see if I can cure them. And Jeffrey and Jennifer said, okay. And then they left Kitty and the new doggy in the doctor's office, and they went away. And the doctor said, at last, I have a pair of guinea pigs I can test my potions on. And he went to a medicine cabinet to get a couple of needles. And the new doggy looked at Kitty and said, oh, what's he talking about guinea pigs? We're not guinea pigs. Kitty said, don't talk to me, you weird imposter. Bad boy. Sorry. 
and then the doctor came back to the table, and he had two needles in his hands. One was labeled one-hour kitten, and the other was labeled one-hour puppy. And he said, these shots will turn you into the animals you're supposed to be. And he grabbed Kitty, hey, and gave her a shot. Ow! And then all of a sudden, Kitty went, she started acting like a regular cat. And then the doctor grabbed Doggy, hey, and gave the new Doggy a shot of one-hour puppy. Oh! Then the new Doggy started acting like a regular dog. And then and Kitty saw him and went, and Doggy went, and the doctor danced a little victory jig. He said, yes, it worked, it worked. Soon I'll be able to give all the animals of yesterday's macaroni shots that will turn them into the dumb beasts they're supposed to be. But his smile faded when he noticed Kitty's amulet. Oh no, where did this come from? He looked around nervously. Is she here somewhere? Kitty just said, Meow. The doctor drew a deep breath. No, no, if she were here, I would know it. He unclasped the chain and took the necklace off Kitty's neck. And he said, but just the same, no use keeping this unwelcome bauble in the world. And he threw the necklace into the trash. Well, a little while later, Jeffrey and Jennifer came back to get the animals, and Kitty was just sitting there, staring into space, and Doggy tried to sniff everybody in inappropriate places, and Jeffrey said, um, they're still not being very social, and Jennifer said, well, let's just bring them home and see if they do any better there. But once they got home, Kitty and the new Doggy got into all sorts of trouble. The new Doggy did all these typical dog things. He knocked over the garbage in the kitchen. <laughs> and started digging through it. And Jeffrey said, hey, no, no, doggy, stop that. And then he chewed on Jeffrey's slippers. And then he peed all over the rug in the living room. And Jeffrey said, hey, doggy, no, stop it. What's wrong with you? And meanwhile, in Jennifer's house, Kitty got into all kinds of trouble. She did all sorts of typical cat things. She clawed the couch. And then she tried to lick from the dripping faucet. And then she saw Bunny, and a hungry look came into her eyes. At first, Bunny was glad to see Kitty. She said, hey, you, it's so nice to see you up and about. Um, Kitty, why are your claws out? Uh, why are you looking at me like that? And Kitty flicked her tail back and forth and licked her lips and got ready to pounce. And Bunny said, Kitty, and then Kitty went, Row! and jumped at Bunny with her claws out, trying to catch Bunny to eat her. And Bunny went, ah, help! And she ran around the house and Kitty chased her. And Bunny said, help, Jennifer, help! Kitty's trying to eat me! And Jennifer said, oh, Kitty, what's come over you? And she picked Kitty up off the floor and she said, what's wrong with you? And Kitty clawed Jennifer's hand. Row! Jennifer said, oh, no, bad Kitty. Kitty hissed at her. And Bunny said, what's wrong with her? Jennifer said, I don't know. Jeffrey says the new doggy is acting crazy too. We better take them back to the doctor. So they brought Kitty and the new doggy back to Dr. Didmore's office. And the doctor tried to suppress a smile. He said, what's wrong with the little darlings now? Are they still feeling blue? Jeffrey said, no, now they're acting crazy like regular animals. And the doctor rubbed his beard and said, hmm, well, leave them alone with me for a few minutes and I'll see if I can cure them for good. Okay. So Jeffrey and Jennifer left Kitty and the new doggy in the doctor's office again, and the doctor said, yes, now I can give them the permanent shots. And he went to his medicine cabinet to find the right needles. But while he was searching, the one-hour potions wore off, and Kitty and the new doggy were back to normal. 
Kitty said, oh, meow me, that was so weird, not being able to think. And the new doggy said, I know, Ruffy, but did you hear what he said? He's going to go get permanent shots. Kitty said, I know, meow me, I heard. Listen, I have a plan. When he comes back to the table, I'll do some kitty karate moves to distract him. And the new doggy said, uh, what's kitty karate, some kind of funky dance? Kitty said, no, it's a feline fighting form that few can master. Oh, it's also my name and my catchphrase. The new doggy said, well, that's handy, but um, isn't it pronounced karate? Kitty said, not the way I say it. Okay. Kitty said, anyways, when he comes back, I'll use some kitty karate moves and I'll distract him. And then you grab a needle and give him a shot. And the new doggy said, ooh, a taste of his own medicine, eh? Kitty said, what, what kind of weird laugh is that? You sound like a donkey choking on a rubber apple. And the new doggy said, oh, thank you, Ruffy. Kitty said, shh, here he comes. Act like we're still dumb. Okay. And then the doctor came back to the table. He had two needles in his hands, everlasting kitten and everlasting puppy. And he said, these shots will turn you into the animals you're supposed to be. Kitty said, no, they won't. Kitty karate, yeah. And she did an unnecessary but cool-looking triple backflip and kicked the doctor's hand and knocked the needles down. The doctor said, oh, you little. And he bent over to get the needles, and Kitty said, go. And the new doggy grabbed a needle that said, one minute chicken. And he gave the doctor a shot right in his backside. And the doctor grabbed his butt and went, ow, why, you little. And then the doctor started bobbing his head and clucking and scratching at the ground like a simple-minded chicken. And Kitty and the new doggy laughed and laughed and laughed. And then when that shot wore off, the doctor said, Oh, you two are going to pay for that. But doggy gave him another shot. This time it was one-minute cow. And the big human doctor got on all fours and licked his nose and went, Kitty and the new doggy laughed and laughed and laughed at him. And then when that shot wore off, Doggy gave him a shot of one-minute dolphin. And the doctor flopped around on the floor like a dolphin stuck on land and went, <laughs> And Kitty and the new doggy laughed and laughed and laughed. And then that shot wore off and the doctor said, Oh, you two are going to pay for that. But Doggy gave him another shot. This time it was one-minute housefly. And the big human doctor started trying to fly around the room like he was a fly. And he knocked over expensive medical equipment. Because, of course, he couldn't really fly. And then he took his bologna and mayonnaise sandwich and threw up on it. Because that's what flies do. And then he tried to eat it. Because that's also what flies do. And Kitty and the new doggy went, Ew, gross! And they laughed and laughed and laughed so hard that their bellies hurt. And they didn't notice when the one-minute housefly shot wore off. And the doctor said, oh, you two are going to pay for that. And he grabbed Kitty and squeezed her. And then he grabbed the everlasting kitten needle with his other hand. He said, now you're going to act like a regular kitten forever. And Kitty went, help, meow me. And Doggy said, oh, no. And then he grabbed a needle on the floor that said, everlasting gorilla. It was the only needle he could see. And he gave the doctor a shot in the leg. And the doctor went, ow. And he dropped Kitty to the floor. And the new doggy ran over to Kitty and said, Are you okay? Kitty said, Of course I'm okay. I'm a cat. I always land on my feet. And then they looked at the doctor, who was thumping his chest like a dim-witted ape. <laughs> Kitty said, uh, What did you get him with? Doggy said, "Um, It was actually called Everlasting Gorilla. Kitty said, You mean he's going to think he's a gorilla for the rest of his life? <laughs> doggy said, oh, I guess so. 
Kitty said, good, Meow Me. He deserves it. And the new doggy said, yeah, Ruffy. Hey, we make a pretty good team, don't we? Oh, sorry. I forgot that you didn't want me to talk to you anymore. And Kitty went, oh, I'm sorry I was kind of not nice to you, Meow Me. It's just that I, I miss the old doggy, the real doggy, so much. He was my best friend ever. And the new doggy said, I understand. I'll go away and never come back so I don't bother you anymore. And he started to walk away. But then Kitty said, hey, um, you want to be friends? <gasps> and the new doggy turned around and wagged his tail and said, yes, yes, I'd love to be friends. And then they shook hands. I mean, pause. The new doggy helped Kitty search for her amulet. And then Kitty found it in the trash and she said, why did he throw this away? Doggy said, oh, I don't know, beats me, Ruffy. Maybe he doesn't like animals wearing jewelry. And then they started talking about all the funny things they had made Dr. Didmore do and they laughed and laughed some more. Kitty laughed normally. Doggy laughed like this. Lip, 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 lip. That was his weird laugh. Well, a little while later, Jeffrey and Jennifer came back to the doctor's office and they saw Kitty and the new doggy laughing and talking like old pals and they said, oh, the doctor cured them. They're back to normal. Thank you, Dr. Didmore. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Um, enjoy that banana. Bye. And after that day, Dr. Didmore acted like a mountain gorilla for the rest of his life. Most of his patients stopped coming to see him. And because of some weird side effect of the shots, Kitty and the new doggy said Meow Me and Ruffy for the rest of their days. But this wasn't such a big deal, although it did get annoying at times. And after that day, after that adventure, Kitty and the new doggy became great friends. And... He seemed a lot like the old doggy. He liked a lot of the same things. He loved root beer and peanut butter, pineapple, pepperoni, and dog food hoagies. And he played the drums, just like the old doggy did. And after a while, everyone stopped calling him the new doggy and just called him Doggy. And in time, almost everyone forgot about the first doggy. But Kitty didn't forget. In her heart was a special place that always remembered. Well, that's the end of the story, Dr. Didmore. The next story is called The Vitamin E Door. Goodbye. <laughs>